Welcome to Soul Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today I'm quite excited. We have a guest, Rita Paquette Mattel. And Rita is the author of two books on change, one being Change Ready, How to Turn Change Resistance into Change Readiness, and Defining Moments, Seizing the Power of Second Chances to Create the Life You Want. That sounds very interesting, the life you want. We all want that. I'm looking forward to chatting to Rita today because uh, she has 30 years of professional experience as an organisational change consultant to Fortune 500 companies and clients uh, and a career coach to more, 11, to more than 11,000 individuals. That sounds been pretty busy work. Um, Rita has worked internationally, both in Asia, uh, in countries such as Singapore and Hong Kong, Singapore, where I live, and Australia, where I'm actually recording this from at the moment, to countries in Europe, Belgium, UK, all across Europe. So vast amounts of experience. And before Rita had her own, started her own consulting firm, Strategic Transformations Incorporated, in 2001, she was the Senior Managing Director of the Organisational Change Practice at KPMG Consulting and Oracle Corporation in San Francisco, and the founder of, of a Woman's Place Incorporated, a personal and career transition centre for women in Nashville. So, Rita, as well as changing people's lives and corporations, she puts back into the community. She has two daughters and one granddaughter uh, and married to husband Dan. And at the moment, I know she's in Nashville. So Yes, I am. Hello Rita, from Nashville, Music City. That's it. It's a nice place. I've been there many years ago and I've been to South Lido <laughs> as well. So I've been to both places. Oh, I know. They're both great. They are both great. Yeah, that's right. And Rita, um, you've got a lot of experience in change. Mm -hmm. How do you connect the change when we're looking at corporations to leadership? Well, um, when you're driving change in an organisation, you're affecting the future of lots of people. Because when change happens, whether it's driven by post-merger integration, acquiring other companies, merging regions, merging departments, or implementing new technology, it changes the way people interact, who they interact with, right. and yep. they do their work. And whenever change happens, it uh, kind of pushes us out of our comfort zone. So a lot of individuals become a little nervous about their future because after you've been in a job for a while, I think you forget that you have the ability to learn <laughs> because right. you get you doing your work and it kind of becomes what you do without thinking about it. It's not really possible in today's world because change is happening so frequently. So it yeah. really is the role of a leader to create an environment where people um, won't be as afraid of change 
That's so, right. Yeah. yeah. So feeling like they still have a future with the organization because change can eliminate jobs. It also creates a lot of opportunities. Yeah, and I think that's sometimes that's the, the mental shift. People, it's, it's the opportunities change creates. And it may not create it for them and then organisation sometimes. But yeah. the impact I've shifted because they're forced to shift and if they have the right attitude, they'll find something be bigger and better and it's just a little prod that they needed. I mean, it's, it's, uh, that's the fear, as you said, fear of taking yourself out of the comfort zone because that's the thing. People feel, I always experience, feel in control of their life when they're in that comfort zone. But as soon mm -hmm. as you, you move that, they don't feel control, in control anymore. And it's always an illusion. Well, kind yeah, of in a way, it's right. an illusion of control. But then in a way, it isn't because you make your choices and you make your decisions. Yeah. So you do have control over choices and over your decisions. So kind of in a way, you're always in control. But if you don't believe that and you feel like someone else has the power to decide what your future is going to be, then that's pretty scary. And so yes, often when yes. employees hear that change is happening, what they want to hear from their leader is, what does the future look like and does it include me? And right. often yeah. leaders aren't very good at answering questions. Yeah, they, they sometimes just throw the change at people and expect them to buy in. And mm -hmm. I often have that chat that you've that's probably spent months, even years, contemplating that, that change, particularly if it's major. Mm -hmm. And they've gone through that own mental process. And then you spread that out to all the troops and all the employees and you expect them to do that in a couple of weeks. Exactly. They just really don't get it, right? Yeah. Why. That's right. Yeah. The key is the why. So if I'm, if I'm about to uh, be undertake a change because my, my manager has told me, I want to know where, where we are, where we're heading, why we're heading there. And then mm -hmm. what do I do, what part do I play, and what's in it for me? Exactly. That, the what's in it for me is the critical part because they don't get that <laughs> nothing changes. It just doesn't change. Yeah. And it, it's really difficult for middle managers because, I mean, they are in the middle. So they have yeah. leaders of them saying, you know, get your group ready, get your department in shape, just do it. And often middle managers really haven't been involved in the decision. That's right. Uh, a good answer to the question why so yeah it's um, and that, that's right it's not often sold that's the thing it's just dumped on people and say come on guys uh -huh. we're going to change and it doesn't have to be that way you may not have all the information but if you just communicate with people on a regular basis and tell them what you know at this point in time then you'll build trust and you yeah. increase the probability of having a successful change because there is a high rate of failure. In That's right. Yeah, you, I know. I, <laughs> yeah. uh, the high rate of failure is, is a very profound statement. Actually, some mm -hmm. of it I often think that people emphasise the change rather than where you're heading. In other words, if you never even mention the word change and say, <laughs> this is where we want to go, guys, and they all go, that's a good place to be, they'll move yeah. there. They don't even realise they're changing. They'll just know what they've got to do to get to point B. But you keep harping yes. on the fact you're going to change. That's like sticking right. the knife in. <laughs> like just send them on their journey and then they'll change anyway without thinking. Yeah, create that vision. Yeah. And 
And what do I need to know in order to continue to uh, do my work or do new work or just let me know that you'll help me be prepared to do whatever knowledge and skills are for us to grow, for me to grow in my career and for the company to grow and stay in business. So we're all in together, so to speak. Yeah, that's right. And that's, and that's, to me, it's it's obvious, but in reality, it doesn't seem to happen that way so much. It's just no yeah. in a large organization, and everybody. And that was what was interesting to me because I first started working with individuals yeah. who were wanting or being forced to make a change and looking at their career options or needing a career. A lot of women who had been married for a long time, and the marriage is over, and you know, what do they do? They don't really What do they do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I started out working with individuals and then moved into working with companies and different levels of leadership. And as I moved up in the organization, I was always surprised at how insecure people were, more insecure the higher up the ladder I went. I just assumed that managers, vice presidents, CEOs had a lot of self-confidence. And I think they're the people who live in the most um, the greatest amount of fear. Yeah, and that was got, surprising yeah. to me. Yeah. So everybody is often, I don't want to say everybody, a lot of people go to that place of what's going to happen to me. And if I, if I can't keep this job, whether I'm vice president or CEO, what will I do? And if I'm over a certain age, there's nothing I can do and it's nothing all over. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah, that's right. I know it's not true. You look at my old, mm-hmm. my old age body and still going strong. But, but you're right. And that's the higher they go. Quite often they see more to lose and less mm-hmm. options. Uh, yeah. And that's and so yeah. then they start behaving in a way to protect themselves. That's right. And begin to see everybody else as a threat. And it's like, you know, we're not in this together. I'm out for me and too bad about you. And <laughs> that's, that's the, the yeah. sad reality that happens often. And it doesn't have to be that way. No, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people do leave. It, it becomes so dysfunctional in the organization. And some people will just say, you know, enough of this. I can just start my own thing and create my own security and, and especially after a certain age. So the, the highest number of entrepreneurs now are coming from the over 50, over 60 age yeah, group. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, I know that feeling. skills and experience <laughs> and go for it. <laughs> That's right. I know that feeling. I'm probably in that group. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh-huh. A lot but, of us are. It's, yeah, it's and, a good place to yeah, be. It is a good place. And, and um, I noticed that uh, one of your books, it seems to be more like self, self-leadership, self-change. Mm-hmm. And the other book's more organizational feel to it. Is that that be fair comment? Yes. The first book I wrote was about uh, organizational change. Yeah. And so it was a book written for managers on how um, a manager can manage change. So whether you have six people reporting to you or whether you're a senior vice president with several regions or mm-hmm. CEO, the skills and the process really are both are, are the same. It's the same, yeah, that's right. To larger areas. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, that was my first book. It was kind of a toolkit and um, guide for managers. 
And then the second book was written to for individuals who had what I call a defining moment. That's why I called the book Defining Moments. Something happens, and whether you know it's an event beyond your control, like losing a job or That's relationship true. ending or an illness, or it's something you choose because you feel like you're stuck in a rut and it's time to shake up your life. But it's the defining moment. And you look around and you say, okay, what's next? And it's, uh, again, it can be scary. It can be exciting. And there are all kinds of repercussions. Um, the ripple effect yeah. of change, yeah. it affects our relationship. It affects really everything. So Defining Moments is written about that moment. And what do you do? What do you do? Yeah, so it's do? not a disaster. It all turns yeah. out okay. <laughs> It all turns out okay, and that's well. Yeah. If you if you strongly believe in what you're going to move to and do, mm -hmm. the stronger that belief, the stronger the chance it'll turn out okay. Because sometimes you don't have it defined. No, and that's the thing. That's no, the thing. Is what you had is over, so you can't do what you've been doing, yep. and you you don't know what you're going to do, and all you know is it doesn't feel good. That's and right. Yeah. <laughs> you often have to take that first step and you don't really know what the next step is going to be. That's and right. Yeah. Yeah. Faith, really, the faith has to trump the fear. That's right. It's, it's just a belief that fear. whatever happens, it'll work out. You, over, you over time, it's, it. yeah, over time mm -hmm. it starts to clarify. You, you, you gain clarity over a period of time as you step forward. The key is to keep right. stepping forward and yes. having faith yeah. that it'll work out. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been in that place many, many times where I've, I've made the leap and <laughs> not knowing a net like, would appear. It's like, it's right. Like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I say. Like jumping off a building and hoping someone's got a net down below. And just that faith that the yeah. net's there. And, uh, and there's always a net. And it, it, it does. It happens. It's yeah. good. It's, we survive. Yeah, that's we right. Yeah, I understand. Grow. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and you did that personally. I I, I see when you're young. Many times. Yeah, when you left Nashville originally, I think. Or, or I left. left. Yeah, left Nashville. Yeah. Established life, and uh, just knew that it sounded the opportunity I had in California uh, sounded like something I didn't want to say no to. Yeah, yeah. And so I said yes, and was supposed to last consulting. Opportunity was supposed to last for three months, and it lasted three years. And then after that, I was pretty well established and, yeah, and on a yeah. path that I couldn't have imagined and couldn't have foreseen when that initial opportunity came. But, yeah. I mean, that's it. All you know is, like, do I want to say yes to this? And, okay, then I venture out and see where that takes me. Um, and yeah, it's a combination of scary and exciting. And for me, yeah. the best of times and worst of times. And, you know, my family wasn't, they weren't happy. My husband at the time wasn't happy. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and, like, and it's, it's funny, it's, it's when you, you get those opportunities, it's uh, do I step out to that or do I say no? And mm -hmm. usually when you're saying no, it's your head. If your heart says yes, then you really yeah. should be following your heart. If your heart says no and your head says yes, that's when you've got to stop and think about that because you're probably saying doing it for the wrong reason because the heart's the guide. The head's the one that just gives you all sorts of data that can confuse you. 
Yeah, and it's really difficult when you have people around you um, telling you that you shouldn't be doing that. You should be yeah. happy where you are. And, yeah, you know, that's right. Be satisfied. And with you. And yeah. then if you give up on it because of what people are saying to you or because of a, you're, you're afraid you're going to lose a relationship, you develop a lot of resentment and anger. And I think it ends up damaging relationships. It, anyway. it does. Yeah, you're right. So, it, it's, it's yeah. it get back to what the heart says, not what the head's telling you. Because the head's listening to all the all the outside noise, and and yeah. if you deep down you think this is what I've got to do, then you should do it. And, and sometimes we, says, don't do we it, want don't an excuse. Do yeah, yeah. Sometimes we like to use other people and say, if it hadn't been for you, I could have done this. Yeah. But it's really you making the choice and the decision. You're and just getting someone to validate it. <laughs> not good. That's not good. <laughs> it's your choice. Yeah, no matter how much true. you were influenced, it was yeah. still your choice and you live with whatever happens after that. That's right. Well, well, actually, Rita, thank you for, I think it's come to our time, the end of our podcast. Thanks for our discussion on change. Um, Oh, thank you for the opportunity. When I, when I say an interesting topic, it's a topic that we live and breathe every minute of the day, but don't realise we're doing it half the time. It's yeah, when we start we talking about it, we get conscious of it, but <laughs> unconscious change, we just do it. So, conscious of how far we've come. That's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> where we used to be and where we are now. Oh, yeah, that, you stop and reflect. That's when you start to see, gee, I have changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So true. Well, look, it was great to have you on on board today in our podcast. And um, I wish you well in the heat of Nashville at the moment, I hear. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Rita. Thank you. Bye-bye.